By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. To hell with late night talking. We're doing early morning talking, right? Well, oh, it's late night somewhere. Early morning talking. I can't get you off my Skype. Can't get you off my Facebook. <laughs> Facebook fa- FaceTime. Can't get you off my Twitter feed. <laughs> no. You're such a goober. So I early am. in the morning, even. Goober. No, hold it. That was that was that was Gomer's brother, wasn't it? Remember? No. Go. Yeah, it was Gomer Pile and Goober Pile? Oh, it was not. It was. Hold on That's a minute. A bunch of. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold it. Gomer. See, people going like, who's Gomer Pyle? You know, although we talk about this, it amazes me that there's a whole resurgence of these old shows because they're all on these cable channels and on the uh, HD channels. I don't know what you call it. The subcarrier channels for the TV stations. If you go like channel 5-1, it's like me TV and things like that. Gomer Pyle's P-Y brother b-r-o-t-h-e-r gomer pile brother goober pile is a fictional character in the american tv sitcom the andy griffith show and the sequel series mayberry rfd he was played by george Lindsay. Lindsay first read for the part of gomer pile goober's cousin which went to actor singer jim neighbor goober pile so you can believe me i know these kind of things matter of fact i'm if i'm not mistaken this is gonna go this is like really going way back George Lindsay got into the restaurant business and had, I believe, steakhouses. I think there was some some here in St. Louis. I think there was one in St. Charles. What you, were they called? George Lindsay Steakhouse. <laughs> here, hold on a minute. Oh, really? Yeah, that hold on a minute. G E E O R George. You know, things have gone downhill in St. Charles ever since Mr. Steak closed. I'm sorry, you know, George. <laughs> you know, you're not the only people that have said that. They've said that on uh Lost Tables. For I'm telling you, a while, and I knew the guy who ran it. He was a crazy nut. He was a real estate dude, uh, and he was a great cook. George Lindsay Steak. Yeah, here it is. George Lindsay Steakhouse. Uh, George Lindsay Steakhouse. Uh, George George's Restaurant, in Springfield, Missouri. George's George Lindsay. Um, Tell George's family was originally owned by that George's family. George Lindsay Steakhouse, November 19th. There's a bunch of different things in here about George Lindsay's Birthday Club. George Lindsay's, uh, there's all these ads, these these old ads. Oh, get this. My <laughs> talk talking about a blast from the past. Here's George Lindsay's Family Steakhouse, luncheon specials. Are you ready for this? This is an ad out of the Hopkinsville, Hopkinsville, hold on, let me look at this. Hop, Hopkinsville, Kentucky newspaper. You ready? What do you think? And this is from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. What do you think a four-ounce ribeye steak sandwich served on a toasted bun with fries or baked potato cost? Take a guess. Um, five and a quarter. Dollar nineteen. Really? Yes. How, how far back was that? <laughs> I think this is like 1972 or something like that. Oh well, sure. A, a hot turkey sandwich, open face sandwich served with fries or baked potato. Take a guess on that one. Um, 97 cents. Buck 25. Monday night special. Monday night dinner special. Eight ounce ground sirloin. Eight ounce ground sirloin, which essentially is a hamburger. But guess what that is? 
a dollar. Dollar fifty nine. Now get this. Tuesday night dinner special, New York strip steak. Tuesday night. Guess what? Tuesday night dinner dinner special is. Seventy-five cents. Two dollars and nineteen cents. Okay, so their breaking point is of the puck. Wednesday night dinner special, twelve ounce T-bone. A twelve ounce T-bone, which today, even if you go like someplace that's like got reasonable prices, like Texas Roadhouse, I think a twelve ounce T-bone would cost you like I don't know, twenty-six bucks or something like that. I don't uh-huh. know exactly what. Okay, Wednesday night dinner special, twelve ounce T-bone. Guess how much? $3.49. And the Friday night special doesn't say how big of a piece of meat. Top sirloin, Friday night. Take a guess. $5.04. Oh. Salad bar every day and every night. See, he he I see, I remember this. I can't remember if there are any of them in St. Louis. I thought there was one in St. Charles. I may be wrong. Let me look at that. Back uh, in the 70s? St. George Lindsay Steakhouse. <coughs> Hold a minute. Mr. Steak is the only one that's been around that long in St. Charles. You know, that was a that was a franchise, and I think the franchise It was. But the franchise I think is dead now to George Lindsay in a D S E Y Steak. S T E A K. I can't type. H O U S E St. Louis. Let's see if anything comes up. Newspapers.com. There was one in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. Hold it. Just says George's Restaurant. I don't know if that was George. Till that George's Restaurant was originally owned by. Hold it. Here's here's the article from this year. Okay. Till that George's Family Restaurant was originally owned by George Lindsay, the guy that played Goober Pyle on the Andy Griffith Show. And here is, oh, my God, here's an ad from, from <laughs> you won't believe this. Here's an ad from, when is this from? 1970, this is in the Springfield Daily News, okay? A charcoal burger, French fries and coleslaw, 58 cents. Wow. Unbelievable. God, things have just, you know. It's almost like living at Freddy's, isn't it? Can I tell you something? Sure. I, I can tell you something that has impacted me directly, okay? Recently? I'm, yeah, well, I'll, it happened to me over the weekend. I changed oil in one of my cars, okay? Um, I buy this, and I, I'm, I'm not proud of this, but, but you know, because of the fact that I try not to do business with Walmart as much as possible because I'm not a big fan of Walmart, okay? But, unfortunately, they have really good motor oil at a really good price. And especially if you're buying the synthetic stuff, which is what I do. I buy synthetic oil, okay? Which is like, if you, and there are people that claim, there's all these, you know, message boards and Reddit and stuff like that. There are people that claim that the synthetic oil you buy at Wally World, which is the house brand, I think it's called Super Tech or something like that. It's the house brand. It's the same as Mobile One, which has sort of been the standard for, for synthetic oil for decades now, okay? A year and a half ago, because I found an old receipt, a year and a half ago, I can buy a jug of not the one quart, but the five quart jug. It's really nice because they do something smart that automobile, the, the oil companies have done this because most of the time you do an oil change nowadays, on most cars with a filter change, they take like four and a half or five gallon or five quarts of oil. So in other words, you'd always have to buy like a gallon, four quarts, and then another gallon. Well, now they make it in five quart gallon, uh, bottles, okay? A five-quart bottle 
our jug, whatever you want to call it, blue plastic thing of of the SuperTech synthetic oil a year ago was, or a year and a half ago, was like $11.18. I bought one Saturday, $22. I think $21.48. It's almost doubled in price in like a year and a half. Now, I get it because... There's a lot of things that have doubled their price in a year and a half. Because it's made out of oil, you know, and oil's gone through the ceiling. But still, it's like, I don't understand. You know, I mean, and to the point where... where I, there are things that are just like, okay, I don't get it. You know, and like, for example, the example I use, remember we had, we have Caleb on here talking about this. I use some, from time to time, in some projects at the transmitter sites and stuff like that, I use three-quarter inch PVC conduit. It's like a piece of tubing with a flared end on one end, okay? Ten-foot section of it. I used to be with able, demons? No, no, no. <laughs> a long silver tube with demons? <laughs> no, no. You've gotten into that one, haven't you? That's funny. Oh, hold on. Here, here we go. This is here we go. Here it is. Get in a long tube with a bunch of demons. That's Kenneth Copeland explaining why he doesn't fly commercial. Because although there was another one, I shouldn't laugh about this. Can you believe these people that get on airplanes and have fights with the flight attendants? And and once again, there was another a flight from from San Francisco to Chicago over the weekend, where some gals duking it out with the flight attendant. And when they get to Chicago, the Chicago police come on and arrest her. You know, put her in handcuffs, and they have to take the flight attendant to the hospital. I'm going like, okay, when you get a job as a flight attendant, you know, I mean, you don't expect to have people be punching you in the face like this gal did. I mean, I don't get that. And nowadays, you know why? Because Everybody's got a cell phone, and there's 14 million views of you, if you're a cretin, duking it out with a flight attendant. I mean, like, guess what? You're going to go to court. Evidence, you know, exhibit A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P is going to be video clips of you punching a flight attendant. Guess who's going to the Gray Bar Hotel? You. I just, can, can you believe that? I've been on flights before with some people that got a little bit mouthy with the flight attendants. And, you know, I have to tell you, I've always had a soft spot, I think because of the fact that, once again, in my early years, I was a curb boy at Steak and Shake. And I've always had a soft spot for people that have to deal with the public. And when you get some jerkazoid who's going to mouth off to somebody who's not, you know, making, you know, $10 million a year. You know what I mean? I don't know what the flight attendants are making now. I know for a long time they didn't get much. And, you know, it's sort of like, the, did you know this deal with the, I think of, of one lady I knew used to be a flight attendant for Spirit. And she told me they only got paid when they were in the air. Did you know about this? Of course I didn't. Well, that's what she told me. She told me that, like, if, if she went to work, and the plane sat on the tarmac. If there were like a, you know, a, a, you know, a, a departure delay at the air, airport, <coughs> hold on a minute. <coughs> and her plane sat on the tarmac for like two hours, and then they took off. She was sitting there making no money. The minute the wheels came off the runway, bang, she started to get paid. And they got that all logged in their computer system, so they know exactly how long the plane's in the air, and they get paid for the time the planes are in the air. I'm thinking to myself, how can that be true? You know. I mean, if, you, if you're a flight attendant or you know somebody who is, or if you're a captain or something like that, you work for the airlines, uh, my number is 314-280-8880. You can text me at the same number. That's 
888-900-8880. If you know this, if you know personally, if you're a flight attendant or whatever, you know, there are some jobs that you get paid so little and you get so much grief, it's to the point where it's like, I don't know how people do it. You know what I'm saying? And I think you're starting to see that with nobody wanting to work anymore, like at fast food places and things like that, you know? Even though they're paying, you know, I told you, the guy that I talked to that owns a fast food restaurant down the valley. Hold on a minute. You know what? I think I'm allergic to you, Shelly. I, I don't cough. That wouldn't surprise no, me. No, I seriously, I don't cough all night long. Last night, all night long, go to sleep, wake up this morning, take a shower, come to work, you know, get on the air with you, and I start to cough. I think it's you. I think I'm allergic to you. Anyway, uh, he was... Do you want to disconnect this call so no, you no, don't no, have no. to cough no, no, anymore? No, 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 no. He was telling me that some of the places in the Valley, some uh-huh, of the fast uh-huh. food places are paying 22 bucks an hour. And the Hardee's down in the Valley closes at like 2 o'clock now. Did you know that? You, you had mentioned that before. It's like, it's like, okay, why even bother opening? Now, I, maybe they do a real good lunch. I don't know. Maybe it's like, what's those places called? What's the called? The Cave or The Joint? You know what I'm talking about? There's a couple of them in St. Louis that only serve breakfast. And what's what's the... There's a There used to be a place right there on Highway K in O'Fallon called Egg and Me that was only like open for breakfast and lunch. And there was another place... Yeah, the Egg and I. Egg yeah. and I, Egg and I. And there was another place called... What's it called? It's called, it's called First Watch. First Watch, First Watch. And they're only open for lunch, uh, for breakfast and lunch. And then they close. Yep. Matter of fact, there's a, there's a pancake there's place. There's a lot of people who have taken that. That work model. There's a pancake place down in the valley. It's the same way. Uh, used to be the old uh, Smoky Bones restaurant down there on Chesterfield Airport Road that's only open like, you know, I thought the place had gone out of business. Every time I go by there, it'd be like in the afternoon or evening. Oh, that poor place. They opened up as the pancake place already out of business. And somebody said, no, you dummy. They closed at 2 o'clock. I go, oh, no wonder. There's nobody ever and never anybody in the parking lot. It's like nutty. You know, maybe that's what we should do. We should just turn the transmitter off at, on on at five fifty nine. Turn it off at ten oh one. Okay, you know, we we do four hours in the morning and we're done. We're just gonna go home. You know, turn the transmitter back on tomorrow morning. Do our show. Turn it off four hours later. We're done. What do you think? Think you can do four hours? I don't know. You're allergic to me. I heard one of the I heard one of the ladies on one of the local TV station. We'll talk about this. Remind me, TV station. I think it was Channel Two. Okay, TV station Channel Two. Okay. Uh, remind me of that. Will you remind me of that? TV station channel two? Sure. Put that down in your memory bank. Okay, because that'll that'll be really safe there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it is 6.30. It is BS.show. Hey, Shelly, are you there? Of course I'm here. Guess who that was? <sighs> nope. Guess who it was? Nope. Ain't going to happen, brother. Guess who that was? It's not going to happen. Move on. Ariana Grande. Yes, I know, Brad. A.K.A. the Donut Liquor. Yes. Okay. Mike Otten sent me this article, which is sort of interesting. He's hilarious, that man. Well, this one's not hilarious. This one's serious. O'Fallon, Missouri. This is from Fox 2, okay? Fox 2 has learned city officials in O'Fallon, Missouri, halted digging at a neighborhood fiber broadband installation site after yet another gas line strike earlier this week forced residents on Sunshine Drive to evacuate their homes. Get this. There have the been, same company? There have been nearly 30 more digging incidents since July, according to a city official. They follow the March 1st gas line rupture <clears throat> that led to a home explosion. There have been no injuries reported. 
The Occupational Safety and Health Administration and the Missouri Public Service Commission have yet to issue reports from their investigations in a March 1st explosion, multiple city officials said. Subcontractor for high-speed internet provider Gateway Fiber hit a gas line while installing new fiber broadband in that incident. Monday's gas line rupture happened at another Gateway uh, Fiber site about three miles from the explosion site. Residents near the Sunshine Drive site said it's the third gas line strike in the neighborhood in the past six weeks. <laughs> you know, Gateway Fiber needs to find a better... Uh, digger. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Uh, She said the neighbors had to evacuate for about 90 minutes. They do so on foot because starting their cars could have sparked an explosion. No kidding! The ordinance requires a report on what went wrong wrong from a third-party safety monitor before work can resume. Permits can be revoked for for any violation. City also passed a resolution about six weeks ago on the Missouri Attorney General's office to pursue civil penalties against violators to the full extent of state law. Okay, we had our fiber cut. Our fiber got cut. Here at the radio station, was that a month? Mon- Two mon- places. Yeah, <clears throat> guy runs into it with a with a skid steer loader. No, no marking. Didn't have it marked. You know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oopsie, yeah. my Oopsie. bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're sorry. We knocked you off the air for twelve hours. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Just went. You know, thinking to myself. Okay, we got it. You know, and and like what we got our fiber like two years ago. Oh my God, we got fiber. We got a new install. They put in new conduit. We've got our own fiber that goes directly from our place into the one of the main connection boxes. We'll never be knocked off the air. Yeah, right. <laughs> that didn't last long. Um, I don't know what's going on with this stuff. Um, you know, you know who we should call. We should call Mike uh, Mike Elam, but he probably wouldn't want to talk about this because it's not his company. It's another company. There's competition, you know, which I think is good. You know, why can't we have competition with electric companies? Why should you have be, be stuck with one electric company? Okay, why can't we say oh, I don't want I don't want Ameren, I want X Y Z electric company? Okay, fine, right? Absolutely. You know, and it's the same thing with me with schools. I don't. I think the the way schools are set up, I think it's wrong. That you're stuck in a district, you you know you well you you live in this. this it's it, always been like that. Yeah, but it's Stop wrong. It. But it's wrong. You know you know I always had fun with it's my teeth. Wrong. It's wrong. I have fun with my see because here's the Ugh. problem. Here's the problem. The problem is this. What is the problem, pray tell? Okay, if you get bad service getting your license plates, what's the problem with that? <laughs> it's a standard. Because you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. You can't go to like. You know, brand brand B license plate. There's like, you know, like for example, if you get bad service at Target, you go to Kohl's or whatever. You know what I mean? Oh my God, I don't like Target. Last time I was there, the service was terrible. I couldn't find this. Nobody could help me. I go to Kohl's. I walk in the door. Oh my God, it was right there. Oh, sir, come right this way. I can help you. You're going to Kohl's all the time, okay? The problem is there's no choice when it comes to, you know, stuff like that. Electricity, gas, spire. You know, remember last year at this time, Spires go, oh, my God, we may run out of gas. We may not have any gas because we got this pipeline. We lost a permit. That was all BR, you know, PRBS crap. You know what I mean? Oh, my God, call your legislator. Tell them that if you revoke, if they revoke our pipeline permit, you will, granny, your grandmother will be in her house and talking about being a pirate. She'll be shivering her, shivering her, her timbers. Oh, yes. Arr, you know. Get it? Anyway. Anyway. Never mind. Yes, I got it. That <laughs> oh, was so cute. That was stupid. Okay. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Here's the problem with school districts. If you live what? in a school district, you don't have a choice. 
Like, for example, if you live in Francis Hall, you don't like the way things are going at the middle school. You say, hey, when I came, I'd send my kids to one of the Fort Zumwalt middle schools. Nope, too bad. You can't do that because you live in Francis Hall. You know, you know how I, I kid my, and, and if I talk to any of my teacher friends, they always go, well, that's the way it is. I go, but there's no competition. And you go, well, that's just the way it is. You know, you pay your taxes in, our, in your district, and that money goes to us, and we pretty much do whatever the hell we want. I go, I know. I found that out. And here's what I say to my school district, school teacher friends. I said, imagine, I said, you know, like, what district are you teaching? I teach in Hazelwood. I teach in Kirkwood. I teach in, in Fort Zumwalt. Okay, imagine if they passed a law that mandated the same thing about the choice of schools to your choice of where you could shop. That if you live in that you if you live in the Fort Zumwalt school district, you can only go shop at places in Fort Zumwalt. You can't go to the Galleria, or you can't go to West County Mall, or you can't go to uh, Mid Rivers Mall. You can oh, I think Mid Rivers Mall might be in Fort Zumwalt, so that's bad. You can't go to uh, any of the stores down in the valley. You can't go to any. You can't go to the places in Washmo. You can only eat, drink, sleep, and shop at places that are in the Fort Zumwalt School District. And you know what they say? Well, that would be terrible. I would, I would hate that. Okay, guess what? It's the same with school districts. No choice, right? If you say so. No, I think that there, I see, once again, I'm going to get into this. There's people who go, I believe that. They I, are. No, because I, I believe in the voucher system because once. Oh, my god. No, 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 no. Seriously. You, your mom collected green stamps, too, didn't she? No, 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 no. She did. But that's, yeah, that's so, so did, did my mom. So did I. No, the voucher system makes sense because you get, in other words, the idea being is if people had a choice of what school districts, all the school districts would be better. I'm telling you. Because once again. If the hamburgers at McDonald's get bad, everybody goes to Burger King, and pretty soon McDonald's goes, oh, my God, we got a problem with our hamburgers. we got to fix them. And pretty soon they come out with a super-duper burger, and people go, oh, my God, I had that new super-duper burger at McDonald's. It's great. I'm never going to Burger King again. Same thing would happen with the schools. Oh, my God. I sent my kids to Francis Hall School District, and they weren't learning anything. Matter of fact, I asked them what 2 plus 2 is, and they told me 6. And I go, okay, maybe I need to send my kids to the Ledoux School District. We'll put them on a bus. We'll put them, we'll hire a, you know, Uber driver every day to take them to Ledoux Schools. And, and we'll just use our voucher there. Do you know the school district actually pays for naughty kids to be um, transported away from the bus, individual from the bus? And they pay for transportation to and from school for the naughty kids. I know, in a limousine. Huh? Ray Bixler in presidential limousines. He picks them up every morning. I used to do that with my cab company. I was setting all that up. He had, uh, matter of fact, if you if you're a naughty person, and Ray Bixler picks you up in his stretch limousine, he's got you know food and everything in the back. You know, he's got the mini bar which he locks up, but sometimes he'll wink and go, "Hey, hey, kids, stay away from that mini bar. It's locked up." Wink, wink, and it's not locked up. Okay. <laughs> Remember, the name of the show is BS.show. Okay. You're absolutely right. It's 644. You didn't remind me about what I was supposed to talk about. Shame on you. I thought you wanted to talk about that at 7. No, I want to talk about this break. I heard okay, a, we'll I talk heard, about it. I heard a lady, I think it was one of the news people from, I think it was Channel 2, and she was like the early morning person. And she's talking about, hey, when you get up in the morning, watch us. And she says, I'm on from 4 to 10 every morning. I'm thinking to myself, holy cow, she's on the air for six hours. I mean... It's like a job. <laughs> no, but let me tell you, 
If you listen to most radio stations, most of the jocks are on the air for like, you know, three, four hours. You know why that is? Through the years, they've figured out that after about four, four, five hours, you start to get stale and you start to lose your edge and you start to sound like, you know, it's just one of those kind of things. With us, it's two. <laughs> with us, with, <laughs> with me. And We're stale after two. When I'm on the air with Shelly, it's, it's, it's about 6.30. Okay. Just kidding, Are, Shelly. Is this what this is going to be like today? <laughs> You going to hang up on me again? Do you want me to hang up on you again? Never. Well, uh, then continue on no, your path. But anyway, she's on the air for six hours. That's a grueling shift. And not only she that. She loves her job, though. Yeah, but man, six hours. I mean, back in the day. You're right. You know, I, I don't think I could talk to you for six well, hours. No, but think about that for a minute. If you're doing news and it's constantly changing. You know, and I mean, it's constantly bad. But you got all the, you know, you get the updates coming. If if some big horrific thing happens, if like President Biden actually gives a speech and people can understand what he's saying, I mean, oh my God, they got to bring. Hey, President Biden just gave a speech and it made sense. People go, oh my God, can you believe that? You know, <laughs> or they could say Donald Trump just talked about somebody and it was a compliment. Oh my God, can you believe that he actually complimented somebody? <laughs> Six hours. Think about that. If Were you're, you talking about you? If you're that news person, if you start work at four in the morning, it means you got to be there probably like two thirty, three o'clock. I mean, you know, I've worked some crazy shifts before, but that's one that would really be tough because you'd have to go to bed like seven o'clock at night. You know, what's wrong with that? Go to bed at seven o'clock at night. I'm in bed by eight. Oh, give me a break. I am. Oh, you're in bed by eight. Yeah, well, look what time I get up in the morning. Aren't you fun in games? <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, oh, I have to be in bed by 8. Okay. <laughs> I do. 8 a.m. or p.m. So I get it. You get you go to bed after we get off the air, right? 8 o'clock, she's No, well, I do go Snorsville. to bed after we get off the air, but okay. no. It's, it's usually 8 p.m. It's, we'll take a break. It's 6.47. Hold on a minute. Let me try that again. It's 647. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Together we make BS. Shelly, I've got an interesting question for you. Are you there, Shelly? I guess she's not. Um, Shelly, are you there? She's not. Okay. I'll ask that question later. I go on to something else. Uh, what am I going to go on to? Let's look at this. Stuff in my stuff on my show to talk about this morning. Um, we'll talk about that next hour. Now I got worried about Shelly. Hold on a minute. What's going on here? Uh, do this. <laughs> I know these people go like, what in the hell is he doing? I don't know. One ringy dingy, two ringy dingies. She's gone. You know what happened? She got in a tube with a bunch of demons. That's what it is. I know. You have reached the voicemail of Shelly Barr, sales and marketing manager for. She just disappears. Okay. Anyway, it's six fifty-five. It's BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Did you hear the weather forecast? 
Possibly snow tonight. <laughs> yeah, snow tonight. It's crazy. Let me look at the radar weather, see if there's anything coming in right away. Um, I've heard a couple different things. we we'll have to listen to what Jennifer says. I can't remember the last forecast she got. Uh, they've changed it a couple times. One point in time, I heard as much as four inches of snow tonight. Let me look at where the weather's at right now. Right now, there's, there's the only thing. Uh, there's snow out in Colorado and western Kansas. Maybe that's what they're talking about. Uh, and there's snow up to the north of us. It's snowing in Minneapolis right excuse me, Minneapolis right now. It's snowing in Omaha. It's snowing in Albuquerque, New Mexico right now. Wow. Uh, snow is just moving through Colorado Springs. It snowed in Denver this morning. Wow. Boy, it's uh, still fall. We've still got, well, today's the, what, 14th? we still got another, what, five weeks, six weeks until officially winter. December 31st or December 21st, I believe it is this year, which is always my favorite day because of the fact that that's when we go back the other way. The days get longer. Once you get past the winter solstice, every single day, the days get longer. I do not like this time of the year, especially since we switched back off of daylight savings time in a regular time when it gets dark at like 5 o'clock. And by the time it you know hits another month or month and a half, it'll be dark at like 4.30 in the afternoon. No fun. Do not like that. Although it's it's better for the drivers driving home because of the fact this time of the year, uh, you know, you get that sun right in your eyes. Well, I guess it is not good. You know, it's summer's better time because you don't get that sun in your eyes. It's way up in the sky uh, by the time you're driving home at like 4.35 o'clock in the afternoon. 6.56, BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Don't forget, check out our own social media website, westplex.social. Yes, you can check it out, westplex.social. It is our own social media site. We won't kick you off. We won't uh, sell you a blue check mark for $8 a month. Man, if you listen, what's going on with the crazy stuff with, uh, with uh, what's-his-face, with Elon Musk? Oh, my God. I don't know if you heard this. They had this deal where anybody can buy a blue check mark. You know the whole, whole blue check mark thing. The blue check mark thing was like a social status. If you were like a media person, somebody worked for the New York Times, a reporter, something like that, somebody worked for one of the networks, one of the Fox or the ABC, the NBC, CBS, you know, CNN people all had blue check marks because they were verified. And it got to be one of these things like, I'm a blue check mark person. So Elon Musk decided, well, I'll just sell blue check marks to people. So. A bunch of people bought blue check marks and verified themselves as like LeBron James. And the fake LeBron James puts a post up saying he wants to be traded from Los Angeles. And people go, LeBron wants to be traded from Los Angeles? Because it shows his picture. It shows his name, LeBron James. And it shows a blue check mark with his account. People, that's LeBron James. If you look closely, it's not the real LeBron James. It's a fake LeBron James. So now they're deciding what are they going to do. And there's a chance that after Elon Musk has spent $44 billion with a B on Twitter, it's going to go bankrupt. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, it's just like, okay, would you have buyer's remorse if after you, you – know, like let's say you bought a business and you paid $44,000 for a business – and after you've owned it for like two weeks, oh my God, this business is not what I thought it was. I'm going to have to go bankrupt. Okay, that's $44,000. I would be hurting at that. $440,000, that would hurt. $4.4 million, $444 million, $4 billion. God, that's got to just tear you apart thinking, oh, if I if I trash this business, I just lost $4 billion. The crazy thing about it is it's not all his money. It's and if you go back, there's a term that I'll throw out that if you're a financial person, you know what this is. Hasn't been used a lot. It's called an LBO, 
a leveraged buyout where you borrow most of the money. Like if you're going to buy a business and you don't have any money and you get a bunch of your friends or a bunch of the banks that help you buy that business, it's a leveraged buyout. And in this case, they're, they're, he's getting money from like all sorts of different investors and stuff like that to buy Twitter. So if it goes under, it's not all his money. It's a bunch of other people's money. Just sort of like that that uh, that trade exchange, the uh, the um, cryptocurrency trade exchange went down last week. Oh, my God. There were huge names. BlackRock. All these people lost their money on that, which is you if you have a pension plan with them. But that's a whole other story. Okay. I have no idea what happened to Shelly. And we're just going to move on at 6.59. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Shelly, you okay? I am okay. You back? Sure. Okay. Are you, Do you sure, miss me? Sure everything's okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, first off, I'm going to give a little bit of comment here on uh, how Missouri, everybody complained about Missouri with voting. Missouri, you know, you know, there was, I don't know if you know this or not, but the new voting thing kicked in for the election we had last week, you know, where you have to have a, a picture ID, photo ID. Have you heard of anybody, have any of the news stations or anything said, oh, Joe Smith showed up at the polls and he couldn't vote? I mean, have you heard any of those stories? No. Not a one. And nope. our election results got tabulated. We knew where everybody was, like by 10 o'clock on last Tuesday night. Everything is great, wonderful. I'm going like, okay, everybody complained about these new laws. To me, it sounds like they worked. You know, where you got to show up. It does I, me. See, I will say this. and They just took my license and boop, turned it around and boop, scanned it, and it was all that she wrote. You're doing the boop thing again, right? I am. <laughs> I got to watch my glam baby the other day. <laughs> it's all about the booping. It's all about the booping. Okay. Yes. I'm not, I'm not going to touch that one right now. Uh, <laughs> but you're going to mark it down so you can cut it later. No, I already got it. I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what are you laughing at? No. Oh, oh, hold on. <laughs> what? You're a non-believer. Why should we waste time on kabuki? Never mind. Okay. So, Missouri, no problem. Florida, which was the state that had all sorts of problems back in the 2020 or the 2000 election where we had the George W or George H where his name is George W Bush and and uh, Al Gore, Mr. Hockey Stick, uh, you know, what a mess down in Florida. Okay? Now, Florida's like clean as a whistle. Okay? Do you know there's still places they have no idea who won? Right now, and where are they? Okay, it's all out west, and it's uh, it's in California, Colorado, and Nevada. And matter of fact, I read this story last night. I thought to myself, how can this be? There are election officials in California saying it might be two to three more weeks until they get the votes counted. How tally. is that possible? I don't know. I'm going like. I mean, do your job. What are they doing? They they count ten and then go to lunch. Oh, it's time for lunch. Okay, you know, count another ten. Oh, it's time to go home. I mean, I don't. I don't get it. I mean, you know. I mean, and what's crazy about it is, it's all in these. You know, see, once again, I'm a believer that. We live in a great country, okay? And I know people go, oh my God, here he goes, flying the flag and the whole bit. Okay, a years ago, a friend of mine used to always say, hey, of course you can't say it anymore because it's not true anymore. But he says, you know why there's a fence on the border? It's not to keep people in. That's what he said, which was true. Think about that. If you, go, if you know your history and you know East and West Berlin when the communists, when the Russians, you know, after after World War II, they split Berlin down the middle. 
and and West Berlin was the free part of the country, and East Berlin was the not free part of the country. It was under communist control. It was a dictator in the whole bit. And they built a fence and a big wall. Remember the, your history? You know, Reagan stood at that wall and said, "Mr. Gorbachev, Mr. Gorbachev tear down, tear down this that wall." wall. And then they did. Okay, so there were people who were killed trying to escape into. West Berlin. The East Berliners were trying to escape, and sometimes they just went nuts. They ran across the DMZ. They were machine gunned down. They're dead, trying to get to freedom. Okay? Wow. So we have this freedom in the United States. Okay? And the reason that people are pouring across the border is because they're coming from places that, quite honestly, just plain suck. They're coming from, you know, the Central American company, company uh, countries, Guatemala, places like that. It's hell to live there. Venezuela, it sucks to live there. What they said, last report I saw, they said that coming across our southern border, there were like people from like 110 different countries. I'm thinking 110 different countries. They're people who somehow or another are getting on boats, going to Mexico, getting on planes, going to Mexico, and coming across the border because they know if they come across the border, they'll they'll get a court date and they never have to show up and they can be an American, okay? So the point being, the point I'm trying to make is, don't you think it, it just takes just a little bit effort for you to show up one day every two years for the national elections or maybe, you know, once every year for like local elections or a bond issue? Every once in a while I hear, there's a bond issue election today, you know, I mean, stuff like that. I mean, just put in a little bit of effort. Oh, no, no, no. I can't go to the polls. I'm going to mail in my vote. You know what? Americans have gotten lazy. We're lazy. Just plain lazy. You know, I mean, I have people that talk about, oh, I don't ever leave my house anymore. I've got Google or, or Goober or no, what am I saying? <laughs> Uber, uh-huh. not Goober. I'm going to Goober last hour. That was last hour. I got Uber Eats. I've got DoorDash. I've got, what's the thing you use for the groceries? What is that? Instacart. Instacart. You still use that? Not as much as we did. So you're actually going and buying stuff in a store now? I'm not, but David's... um caretakers take him to the store he likes going to the store really yeah well, that's good i'd like to hear that so yeah but the point being we and see i say we have this controversial holiday which was last month we have columbus day okay repurpose columbus day move it to you know the election day what is it the second tuesday in november whatever the heck it is in the constitution i think that's where it is the constitution or, or whatever it is move that get everybody the day off and say, okay, no more mailing voting, no excuse that you, you know, because I didn't realize this. Most of the schools were off on election day. Did you know that? Because a lot of the places are school are uh, well, polling places. But I heard they just gave it off even if you didn't have polling places. They just, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, geez, I went to school. I mean, we always, when our school was a polling place. Every school I went to was a polling place. We never had problems with that. I mean, you know, I mean, although when I was in grade school, I do remember a couple of times when I was walking to my class, there was this guy, hey, little boy, come here, got some candy for you. Okay, pervs. (laughs) No, no. repurpose Columbus Day and and as as American Citizen Day. You know, we talk about it can't be Columbus Day. They've renamed it Indigenous Person Day. Rename it American Citizen Day when that is your job to be an American citizen and get your butt out of your house. See, here's the crazy thing about this. People say, I can't get a... That was the whole goofy thing about, I can't get a a photo ID. Remember I told you the story. I'm coming back 
was that almost two years ago? I'm coming back from Raytown, Missouri, where I got my COVID-19 shots, and I'm driving through Jefferson City. And there's a lady on the air who's a who's a U.S. or a state representative, and she's talking about the Missouri Secretary of State's office will do all the research for you for free and get you all your paperwork for your ID, and it's free. Okay, so who can't get an ID if the government's going to do all the work for you? I mean, how do you not have a, a photo ID? And not only that, I say all the time. There's not a week that doesn't go by, a week that doesn't go by that I'm not asked for my photo ID at least five times. I made a payment yesterday at a store, a credit card payment. Guess what I had to show? My photo ID. I'm going like, I don't get it. You know, I mean, how can, how do people function? You can't ride on a plane. You can't get in a plane without a photo ID. You know, and not only that, nowadays, if you go to like Washington, D.C., if you try to go to like the, you get, this is the interesting thing about it, Department of Justice, guess what? You can't get in unless you've got a photo ID. Most of the places, photo ID. I'm surprised that they let you get by with the photo ID that you do have. Well, you mean me personally or in general? Yes, you personally. <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> Why do you think I say that, Brad? Because I got my goofy picture on it? Yes. <laughs> You know, it ranks right up there with uh, the lady exercising her right because she's a pasta fairy. Pasta fairy. She's got the, the what is that called? A, a col- colander. colander on her head. <laughs> see, see what's Fred it? Fred does goofy faces on his license. And they let me do it. <laughs> and they do. I get people. I show them my ID. Now I warn them. I go, don't laugh at my picture. And they go, I won't. And they go, oh, pretty funny. I go, <laughs> Yeah, because you'd get through. Uh... The, the, the one time I got pulled over on the felony stop, <laughs> which was interesting. Oh, because of your license plates? Oh, no, yes, because of my license plates. I have a I have a set of license plates that are entered in the computer. Is there's a felony warrant? I don't know if it's still out there for a young black lady, and I know this because both times the cops have told me who the felony warrant was for. It's for a, I won't mention her name, but there's a felony warrant out for a, I don't know if she's 22 anymore, she's probably 24, 25 by now. There's a felony warrant out for this young lady who's a black female who has my, my for some reason she has my license plate number attached to a felony warrant. And twice I've been pulled over by the police on a full felony stop. Multiple vehicles. (laughs) The first time before the cop would even approach the door, there were four cars boxing me in. He pulled me over. He was pulled into a subdivision out in Ellisville off Highway 100. He pulled me in behind me. Wouldn't get out of the car. Another police car comes in, parks right in front of me. Another guy parks on one side of me, you know, like on the street side of me. Another guy drives up on somebody's lawn and pulls up next to me so they've got me boxed in. You sure know how to make a showing, don't you? <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking, Hi, I'm here. I'm looking <laughs> in my rear view mirror. I'm looking at my side view mirror thinking to myself, this is not going well. So I see the cop walking up to the door and he's got his hand, not, he hasn't pulled his gun yet, but his hand is on his gun. So he's, he's, is, that, is this when you tr- called me to bail you out of jail? No, 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 no. He's, 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 oh, this is another time? he's ready for action. And, and it was sort of like it, but eh, sort of at sunset. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like during the day or stuff like that. And as he comes up and he looks into the car, he says to me, I swear this is a true story. He says, you don't look like a 22-year-old black female. <laughs> I said, and you said, do you not know who I am? Yeah, I didn't say that. And he so, says, who are you? So well, then he tells me the reason Brad they pulled Hilton me over is because there's a felony warrant out for I'm my license plate. Deal. And 
then he says, can I see your ID? And I said to him, it's, it's, you know, once again, my hands are on the steering wheel. I said, can I move my ideas as is in my side pocket of my pants? And he says, yes, move very slowly. So I move down, pull out my ID and give it to him. And he looks at it. He goes, nice picture, smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> I can see someone saying that to you because I thought the exact same thing. True story. He says, how did they let you get away with that? And I go, it's me, isn't it? He says, yeah, it's you. He says, but most of the driver's license pictures look like you've had a lobotomy. You mug know, like shots. They're like mug shots. They have no emotion in your no, face. I make them let me see it. Oh, God. If it's an ugly picture, it is not going on my driver's license. <sighs> Stuff to talk about this morning. Okay, by the way. Oh, are we done talking about that? Well, yeah, we've had we've had a little bit oh, of a controversy okay. here, where where once again I went to the paint store because I am not a white guy. Okay. Okay, I'm, you are not ginger cinnamon. I'm ginger c- cinnamon crunch. <laughs> I'm cinnamon crunch. Okay, <laughs> so I go to another paint store, and what's interesting over the weekend. This paint store has three, and unfortunately, it's out in my car, and I don't want to go outside to get it right now, but maybe at next break, I'll go get it. Okay, this paint store has three different paint colors on this little this little card, and what's right. interesting is there's a square in each of the paint colors cut out so you can hold it up and see like the color through the hole. Does that make any sense? In other words, yeah. if you're gonna if you're like you're gonna see, okay, let me see what color my wall is, and you'd hold this paint chip thing and it's got three colors on it, and there's a hole in each one. And so here, hold on a minute. I took a picture of it. I'm gonna send this to you. You ready? Uh where uh-huh. are you? Uh here you are. Okay, I'm sending it right now. I'm gonna send you the paint chip, where is it? Da, 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 da. Um, okay, here it is. Here's right now. Okay, <laughs> I can tell you the colors. Okay, you take a look at it. I am either Italian roast, mocha java, or coffee coffee gelato. So, <laughs> I put this on my arm and I took a picture of this. I'm either two zero zero four dash seven a Italian roast. I'm either two zero zero four dash seven b mocha java. Our 2004-7C coffee gelato. Take a look at it. Tell me which one you think I am. Okay. What's all that hair? <laughs> That's my arm. <laughs> what do you think that is? Are you the little pony that they keep on brushing? No. Oh, okay. That's my hairy arm. Okay. I think I'm coffee gelato in this one. What do you think? Could I be mocha java? Um, Come on. Well, you're counting your hair. No. If you didn't have all the hair and you weren't fuzzy, it, it would be a completely different color. It would not. Dude, did you know your hair is red? It's not red. Are you a ginger? No, no. Look at look at those pictures, okay? Look at... Look, don't you think I'm either mocha java or coffee gelato? Um, a cof- I think coffee gelato looks the closest. I, I don't know. I'm digging on mocha java. You think I'm mocha java? Okay. Yeah. Which oh, is well, coffee gelato isn't bad either. So, but it's definitely not Italian roast. Yeah, I'm not Italian roast. So, so the reason I bring this up, <laughs> there's a reason for this. First off, I'm not a white guy. Don't call me a white guy. Don't call me a white supremacist because I'm not a white guy. Okay. The reason I bring this up is, um, 
Gettysburg College is having an event for people who are tired of white cisgendered males. Okay. <laughs> you ready for this? Okay. Here's the here's the the thing. They have a thing that says there's a there's a these were put all around campus. A P and J senior project. Tired of white cis men? Come paint and write about it. Saturday, November twelfth, from seven to nine p.m. Gender and Sexuality Resource Center. You're supposed to write and paint about why you're tired of cisgendered white men, and then they're going to put these on display in the college cafeteria. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Although they postponed it, it was supposed to be Saturday. They postponed it because uh, because of the fact that they got so much pushback. People going like they had to consult their attorneys. Well, the crazy thing about it is, <laughs> this is my point. Okay, if I say all Chinese people uh, are the smartest people in the world, okay, I'm essentially you know a very broad brush. In other words, there are a lot of smart Chinese people, but there's a lot of smart there's a lot of Chinese people that aren't very smart, right? Like anything. There's a lot right. of people, you know, you go to college and you see a bunch of, you know, Italian people, a bunch of, you know, black people, a bunch of, you know, very light-skinned like, you know, Irish people, stuff like that. I don't care. Some of them are really smart. Some of them are not so smart. Some of them are dumb. Okay. Once again, it's statistical odds. Okay. So they have this thing <laughs> and it's a private Pennsylvania college. And, and the event originally scheduled for was, it says, um, how they are tired of straight white men. Okay. And the pieces from the event would line then, then the pieces of the event would be displayed in the school's dining hall for the campus to view. So in other words, you're supposed to paint or write something about how you're tired of white cisgendered men, and then they're going to post this on the dining hall in the cafeteria. Now, imagine. So what happened? Well, they canceled it. But oh, let's let's do the flip. They had to consult their attorney. Let's do the Col- Tony Colombo flip test on that. If you imagine, let's 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 just let's take the same thing. It says, and I'm just going to retype it. Tired of black cisgendered men? Or no, tired of black gay men? Okay, you know, come paint and write about it. Can you imagine they'd burn the place down? I mean, the place would be they'd destroy the place. Just like I still say. I feel bad for Kyrie Irving. I feel bad for the guy. I feel bad. Who is that? He's the basketball player. They've suspended him another game. They suspended him five games. Now they gave him another game. Because he wrote about, and here's the crazy thing. This is the law of unintended consequences. He put on his Twitter feed or his Facebook feed or Instagram feed. There's some movie. Here, let me think I got it. And there's another story about this. About uh, Oh, it's called From Hebrews to Negroes. Uh, and that gets the interesting thing. Kyrie Irving puts this on his Facebook page or on his Amazon. I don't remember. He put it somewhere, one of his social media pages, and people went nuts. Okay, here it is. I'm going to read you the first paragraph. It's been over a week since Brooklyn Nets star Kyrie Irving shared on Amazon a link to the documentary Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America, on his social media platforms. But Irving and the film are still trending. The documentary has become a bestseller on Amazon. <laughs> Once again, nobody probably watched the stupid thing because, you know, think, I mean, if I'm going home for a Friday night, Saturday night, and I'm going to watch something, I'm not watching from Hebrew, from Hebrews the Negroes, Hebrews the Negroes. I'm not watching that. I'm watching like, you know, uh, I'm going to watch 
Ocean's Eleven for the 47th time or something like that. Okay, so now it's one of the best sellers on Amazon. Released in 2018, four years after the filmmaker Ronald Dalton Jr. authored book of the same name, Hebrews, Hebrews to Negroes has been bashed as being full of anti-Semitism and false information. Now, all he did was post a link on his one of his social media sites about, here it is right here, uh, about how, um, yeah, he, he, he says, all, and I, here's the original here's the original tweet. All it is, he doesn't say anything. He just posts it on there. It's on his it's on his Twitter account. Woof 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 woof. Um, and and yeah, now deleted tweet of the link to Hebrews to Negroes documentary film. And the NBA kicked him off the team for five days. Remember, we gave that goofy story about all oh, he has to do. He has to do all these things to get back on the team. I'm going like I don't get it. I mean, you know, it would be like me saying. Uh, me saying, uh, what's a movie? It would be, if I posted on, on my Facebook page, my Twitter page, uh, what's the movie with uh, Oprah was in it? What's you know she was the in the color purple. The color purple. Okay. If if I put like oh the color purple, I love that movie. People go like oh my god, he's a racist because he doesn't like white people. He likes black movie. No, I'm Actually, not. it was a very, very well done movie. I've never seen it, but I get it. You've but never we, seen it? No, you know it's not my kind of movie. I don't watch. Well, kind of- I know, but it was, re- and I mean, I was really impressed by Oprah. You, you impressed that-, that she that she that she uh, picked John Fetterman. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I heard a guy over the weekend say say, "Did you know that 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 Oprah had a harpoon gun?" You know, one of those things you used to remember. The, yeah, I know the, what a harpoon gun is. Okay. And you know, she had a harpoon gun. Okay. She shot it into Dr. Oz's neck. That's what the guy said. <laughs> Not to myself. Yeah, he, she sort of did. Because there are people saying that. Why? That, Why? What did she do? She came out for John Fetterman. Oh, she did? Yes. She came out for Fetterman. Okay. Oh. Here's the guy she had on her show. She made into a big star. Her she, she did. She's the one that made him. Right. Her company produced, Harpo Productions produced his show. She made gazillion dollars off of it, and she comes out for the other guy. I mean, like, talking about not having any loyalty. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Or she knows the truth. Well, I mean, but I don't get it. I, see, to me, I don't understand. See... The Senate has been called one of the most deliberative bodies in the world because senators give up and they give get up and they give speeches and they you know and they talk very eloquently. What's he gonna do? I mean, you know, I mean, I know you and I got in an argument over this because I you're sort of on the side. Well, well, he's he's got a handicap. Okay, I don't want a guy if I'm on Southwest Airlines and the pilot gets on the air gets gets walks on the plane. And the stewardess says, hey, by the way, uh, we might have a little bit of a bumpy ride today because our pilot, Jim Jones, had a heart attack a couple weeks ago, and he's still not 100%. But you know what? We've got a good co-pilot, and I don't think we're going to have too many problems. Would you want to get off that plane right away? <laughs> Would you want to get up and go like, I don't think I want to be on this plane? Yeah, but... Or if your doctor came you're in... Gonna, you're going to sit there and make me go back to... But if, you're, if your doctor came in and goes... Shelly, you know, I have to do surgery on you. And his and his hands like shaking. And I go, 
doc, you're going to, yes, I'm going to do surgery. I've been doing surgery for years. And the guy's like got Parkinson's disease or something like that. His hand's shaking. And you go like, isn't surgery like very, very delicate? Yes, yes. But, My house is but shaking. I've done this for a long time. Okay, uh, doc, you sure you want to do surgery? Yeah, Shelly, it'll be fine. You'll be fine. Just You won't know anything because you'll be out of it. And when you wake up, you'll be a new woman because I will have done the operation perfectly. Okay. It would be like me saying, I'm mad at the St. Louis Cardinals. Why am I mad at the St. Louis Cardinals? Because Why? they won't let me pitch. I want to be a pitcher. I'm 87 years old. Was I any good at baseball? Eh, I was on the all-star team a couple times when I was in Little League, but you know, never played past about 17 years old. But I should pitch for the Cardinals. But you're old. You got a bad arm. You're blind in one eye. You got a bad back. Yeah, so I want to pitch for the Cardinals. Right? Right. Does that make any sense to you? No. Do you think I should pitch for the Cardinals? Is what you're I saying? I think you should. <laughs> if that's what your little heart desires, maybe I could play for I the. I think you should go. Maybe for I could it. play for the Blues. They need somebody who can score a couple goals. You know, they've not been doing so well lately. It's seven thirty-one. It is BS Show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Together we make BS. Okay, Shelly, I got this one for you. You ready for this? Sure. This is a research study done by who's study done by? I'm trying to think who's done by. Um, uh, Are you ready for this? I'm ready for it. Okay, can't find who did the study. Okay, this is the top 10 most regretted college majors after graduation. Okay, number 10, 52% of the graduates who have an English language and literature degree say they wish they had another degree. It's tied with number nine at biology, 52%. Number eight, Political science and government. In other words, these are the majors that people have graduated from college with, and now they wish they would have gotten a different major. Number seven, medical clinical assisting, 58%. Number six, marketing management and research. 60% of the graduates say they wish they would have gotten a different degree. Number five, education. 61% of the teachers wish they would have gotten a different job. Do you know that you can get your master's and still not be able to teach unless you've got the certificate? I did know that because that's the case of me, but that's a whole other story. Okay. Communications, number four, 64% of the graduates wish they would have gotten a different degree. There's a tie at number two, liberal arts, general studies, and sociology, both 72%. In other words, almost three-fourths of the graduates who have a degree in either sociology or liberal arts and general studies wish they would have gotten a different degree. And number one at 87%. Take a guess. Um. It's a hint. I have two degrees in this. <laughs> <laughs> Journalism. It's the number one degree. 87% of the of the college graduates who have a journalism degree now say they wish they've gotten a different degree. Now, the top 10 are the ones that that, that, that they, they're happy with their degrees. These are the percentage of graduates who would choose who would choose the same major against. In other words, these people are going to like, yeah, it worked great, great for me. Number 10, human resources management, 58% said they would choose it again. Number nine, construction trades. Now, is that a, a degree? I guess it is. Number eight, psychology. It can be, yes. Number eight, psychology, 65%. Finance is at 66%. That's number seven. Number six is business, business, uh, business administration and management, 66%. Number, uh, number, 
Number five is health, 67%. Number four is nursing, 69%. Number three is engineering, 71%. And tied for number two, one of it makes perfect sense. The other one, I don't know. The, the most popular, these are the percentage of graduates who would choose the same major again. Number one and number two, number two is, number one is computer and information scientists, but it's tied. They're both 72%. And the other one is criminology. Don't you become like a police officer with that? Uh, and aren't there or lots other things. And aren't there lots of police officers who are not police officers anymore because they're tired of being, you know, made fun of and criticized and not they, getting a they raise? They go and, to work for the government and... With a criminology degree? What do you do yes. with the government with a criminology degree? Do you... Oh my gosh, you could work for the FBI, you could work for um, I, I, the geospatial. Somebody, I mean, there's there's a lot of places you could work with there's that a lot degree. Of, there's a lot of guys go to work for the FBI that have that have JDs, they're, they're attorneys. There's a bunch of guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, the FBI, when I filled out the um, their little questionnaire, right. it said that it popped up and said that I was not eligible to work for any position in the FBI. Why was that? Huh? Why was that? Um, I think you would make a great a misspent youth. <laughs> Why seriously? Yes. Whoa, 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 whoa! But hold, hold. When you're youth, you know that sounds juvenile. That they, they can't look that up. Remember the the juvenile stuff doesn't show up. That's why all these crazy kids, like these 14, 15, year, 16-year-olds, kids are stealing cars left and right because hey, they can steal a car. You know, when they're eighteen, all it's gone. You know, it's off their record. Well. I don't know what to tell you. What you did this on a computer? I did. When was if this? If you go to the FBI.com, yeah. gov.com, right? gov, yeah. You applied when oh. when did you do this? Years ago. Like 10 years ago? No. 20 years it was, ago? It was more no, probably about 15. 15 years ago you applied to work for the FBI. Mm. What'd you want to do for the FBI? Okay, no, it had to be more than than twenty. See, I keep on forgetting that I'm as old as I am, because in my mind I'm still well, stuck. No, no I'm in, I'm curious. What did you want to do at the FBI? Um, surveillance. What? <laughs> what? That would mean you'd have to be an FBI agent. They don't just hire surveillance people. <laughs> they, they... Electronic electronic people. They do electronic oh, technicians. Oh, you're talking. They do. You're talking about like you know the guys who were like listening to like the body cams or the body you know the body worn cameras or body worn microphones. I don't know. It was like it was that. a job that popped up on the FBI um, job listings. FAA.gov. I'm sorry. F OPM.gov. Yeah. What is OPM? Other people's money. Kind of. <laughs> Office personnel management, is that what that is? Yes, it is. Okay. So so you wanted to work for the FBI. <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. That strikes me as sort of funny. Why? It just does. <laughs> I'm fearless. <laughs> you would be a G woman then, right? 
Not a G-man, a G-woman. A G-broad, yeah. <laughs> a G-broad. <laughs> I don't know. Why does that strike you as funny that I would want to work for the FBI? It just does. You don't seem like the kind of person who would work for like a law enforcement agency, you know? I mean, once Why again... Why do you say that? Oh, I have people that make fun of me because I used to be a police dispatcher. You go, how did you get that job? <laughs> I go like... Wait, I... Let's, let's circle back. Yeah, go ahead. Why would you say... It just yeah, doesn't seem. It's actually funny that I would want to work for the FBI. It doesn't seem like the kind of job you would be interested in, because you know most. You know, you meet an FBI. Hi, I'm Joe Smith, FBI. You know, you mean like they're. You know, remember Efren Zimbalist? It Jr.? was actually. It was. They all, actually before. They all talk like this, Shelley. I, I I'm actually very excited right now. Can you tell from my voice? I'm an FBI agent, and I'm so excited. I. You I, sound like my husband. I'm so excited. My pants ignited. I'm, you know, I just, I'm, I'm just very excited right now. And if you can't tell, I'm. I, this is when, if I go to a Cardinals baseball game and they're at the bottom of the ninth, and Albert Pujols skips up to the plate and he hits a grand slam home run that wins the game and we win the World Series, I'm like, yay, go Cardinals, Cardinals, yes, good, great, Cardinals, that's me. I always have this same excited personality. That's because I'm an FBI agent. That's the problem. I don't think you have the persona for an FBI person. Really? I just, you don't. You know, there's, okay, like, okay, do you think I'd make a good FBI agent? Go ahead, you won't hurt my feelings. No, I'm processing that. <laughs> I would be terrible at that. I, that would be, see, first off, you know, you know, once again, I have this, I first off, I'm very ADD, okay? I think, Are you? I think that job would get... Never noticed that about I you. I think that job would get old in a hurry. You know what I mean? I, mean, I don't think so. Well, see, it's like it's like when... It, There's a lot of things that I haven't done in my life that I wanted to do, but I haven't done because it would affect my um, parental rights. I wanted to be an attorney. You I know, know you do. You know the story behind that. <laughs> when I, I do. When I showed up the interview at SLU Law School, the lady was like shocked because of my age. I'll, you know what? One of these days, I'm going to tell that story. That that's not all that long ago that that happened. And you haven't even told me that story. I've never told you the story. Nope. <laughs> That'd be a big negatory, dude. There was a time when I took the LSAT because I wanted to become an attorney, and actually, it was sort of interesting because <laughs> this give you an idea of how good of an attorney I would have been. I got re- recruited by a law school in Florida, which. Got shut down. <laughs> Honest to God, a lady flew him from Jacksonville, Florida, because I applied there to go to law school at a place in, in Jacksonville, Florida, called the Florida Coastal School of Law. And she flew in to interview me, actually took me out to dinner, believe it or not, and and took me out to dinner and bought me dinner and had one of their graduates who works for a big law firm here in St. Louis, Armstrong Teasdale and uh, took me out to, to dinner and really was very seriously about admitting me to their law school, okay? Uh-huh. I'll tell the whole story sometime. I never knew all this. <laughs> you never knew this? It no, happened, it you happened, never told me this. It happened when I knew like you. Like, ever. This is like, this is like five, six years ago. I, I know when it was because I know when you took the LSATs, but I, took I didn't know about the other part of it. The second time I got in trouble. That you took the LSAT? Oh, my God. There's actually sort of an embarrassing story. <laughs> Why? Why would you get in trouble for taking the LSAT? Oh, no, no, no. I got in t- trouble while taking the LSAT. 
Why? Uh, it's a long story. It's 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 a long story. Uh, <laughs> what were you asking people around you what the answers were? No, 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 no. It's something else. It's 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 still one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. When it, well, do tell, no, and make sure you record it no. as a drop. No, and then it's, sit there it's, and make sure that you include it in our podcast. It's one of the most embarrassing moments in my life when there was a room with like eighty people on, in the room, and everybody was looking at me, and they weren't happy with me. Why? It's a long story. You opened your mouth, didn't you? No, it's a long, complicated story. But would you do uh, fart? No. And everybody was like pointing no, at you. No, no. If see the the whole thing about this is good. You've got just enough time. I don't to tell us. If I tell the SLU law school story, it's actually sort of humorous because of the fact that what happened with that. Because what's fascinating to me, let me put it to you this way. What's uh -huh. fascinating to me is most colleges right now, one of their prime concerns is diversity, okay? Yes. Okay, so what do you not see at most colleges? Old people? Old white guys, right? You just don't see old white men at colleges, right? You, right. You go into any college class. I mean, if you if you today, if you jumped in your car and you drove to Umsel or drove to SLU, or you drove down to Columbia, and you just, you know, you got permission from the campus. Hey, I'm here to do a new story. I just want to poke my head, and I just want to take a picture of everybody in this class. Okay, fine, you we'll know, do I that. You know, I could never do that. Okay, but if you went and you took, like, let's say you went to Mizzou. Because you won't get me media and, credentials. And you picked 10 people, 10 classes. You're not even listening to me. I hear, I hear what you're saying there. We don't have credentials. Okay, if I, if I picked 10 classes Whatever. I was going to stick my nose into, and I'd say, Hi, I'm here doing a news story. Everybody look at my camera. Boom, I'm taking a picture, okay? And I went back and I looked at all the pictures. I guarantee you there in each of those classes, there would be nobody in those classes over the age of 30. Nobody. Not one single solitary person. Not one single person would be in that classroom over 30 years old. And all you have to do is ask anybody who's going to college right now. I've, I've done this with my kids when my kids were in college. I said, you know, hey, how many people in your class were like over 30? Now, back in the day, back in the day after World War II, this was very common. because and, and I think to a certain extent after Vietnam as well too because you had a lot of guys who were in the Army. Um, and typically, you know, some of the guys were in for, you know, they, they signed up and let's say they were in for like, you know, 10 years or something like that. They grad, they get out of the army. They're 28, 29, 30 years old. Then they got the GI bill and they go to school. Okay. So a lot of that, but nowadays, I mean, I'm telling you, and especially everybody wants diversity. So I'm thinking to myself, God, I can't tell the story. I, you know, I can't tell it right now. I'll think about this because I think the lady who shot me down is still at SLU law and she might get upset with me because... Anyway, that's a whole other story. You didn't know about this then, did you? No. <laughs> I took And I, that that causes I, me pause. I took the LSAT twice and I only I only I, knew about the one time. Both times. Both times. I looked around in the room. I would say that I was at least 40 to 50 years older than anybody in the room. Anybody in the room taking the LSAT. 40 to 50 years older. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> I mean, let that sink because in. Because they were average in, the, in their 20s. Most of them were at this point in time. Most of them were like college 
seniors. You know, they're juniors or seniors. Oh, okay. So yeah. that you'll put them like, you know, 21, 22, in through there, okay? And they're looking to go to law school. They're taking the LSAT. You know, they're most of them were probably juniors because, you know, uh, juniors, maybe juniors and seniors because they give the LSAT, they, they give it like, I think in the St. Louis area, they, I think they give it three or four times. And they give it like, it's usually like in March, uh, August, I'll have to look it up again. And and January, or, 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 I think I took it like in December or something like that. What was your score? I can't remember. I was, I think I was like one fifty eight or something like that. And the first time I took it, that's not bad. I took it cold. I didn't, I didn't study. First time, I literally took the LSAT. Did not study. Just went and took the LSAT. That's and it. What'd you get? I can't remember on that. I think it was like one one. 49 or something like that. I have to go back and look. I got it somewhere. I still have an account. I still get emails. There's the company that, that administers the testing. It's called, I yeah. can't remember what it is. And it's like, and you know, and, and what's interesting is, is once you go on, once you you sign up for the LSAT, oh my God, I got probably 10 emails a day. Hey, you're thinking about coming to attorney. Come visit us at the XYZ Law School. You know, I mean, I got invited to every law school in the country, except yeah, you got, Harvard you and Yale. Yeah, you got put on a list, bud. Yeah, Harvard and Yale and Stanford and places like that. But, you know, the Joe Smith School of Law, you know, I mean, I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't know there were that many law schools out there. Hey, you too. 1 can, 800 trial. Right, yeah, That's it. 1 800 be a lawyer. Right. You too can be a lawyer. So, no, it's a whole story. Because oh. I followed after my oh. dad, but my dad actually went to school. I didn't. 7.52. It is BS.show. Boy, I really screwed up. We've only got like a minute left, and with last break, this is it. So, say goodbye, Shelly. <laughs> Goodbye, Shelly. Um, Brad, it's been a slice of heaven as usual. Peace and I fly. Everybody have a great week. Actually, we have a minute left right now. Uh, Mike Otten just sent me something interesting. He's got a great idea. And I, you know, I think he's, I agree with this. How about a constitutional amendment that says if a state cannot count its votes within 24 hours of the close of polls, they're ejected to the United States. I like that idea. <laughs> or or how, here, let's, how about this? How about a constitutional amendment that if a state cannot count its votes within 24 hours of the close of the polls, all the illegal immigrants are taken to that state. I like that one better. <laughs> hey, thanks for feeding him, Mike. Bravo. Right, you you can't get your votes tallied. Guess what? There's a million illegal immigrants that come across the border in the last six months. You're getting them all. Good luck with that. You know, yeah, that fine. increases their senses. Can you can you imagine that happening? Like to like coming into like New Hampshire or something like that. A million. I you can. get. Didn't they do that? You get a million new immigrants. Hey, guess what? Didn't they do that? No, they they sent a they bunch. They did of, something. Uh, what did they do? Okay, hold on a minute. I can look at the clock. Okay, now it's time for us to go. It's seven fifty nine. Okay, you already Peace. said goodbye. And Shelly, what? All I can tell you is, don't be mad when I tell you this. You're going to be mad, but I sent those construction guys in front of your house this morning on purpose. I paid them a hundred dollars a piece to rock your house with that wheeled excavator and that hammer and the jackhammer. I paid them. They're there beating the daylights out of your subdivision right Dude, now. Dude, the struggle is real. I'm not kidding. It's 7.10 they started. It's 8 o'clock. Oh, my God. I did it again. Hold on a minute. Man, what a mess this morning's been. You know, it's all your fault too, Shelly. I, I know. <laughs> I was gone. I apologize. It's all your fault. Hold on. Let it was something that. that couldn't be avoided.
Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon.